to on and off the pitch. Howdy doody, friend. This is on and off the pitch. This week on the pod chat, we go over the results in match day six and match day four for the Barclays Women's Championship and the WSL, respectively. Uh, joining me to do that is none other than Nat Brown. Hey, Nat. Hey, Rodney. How are you? I'm all right. Oh, is that? Is it, was, I'm fine. I just saw a glitch on my camera. It's going to start that flickering thing again, isn't it? Damn it. I can't see a glitch. It looks perfect no, to me. No, that's okay. Fine. Um, how are you? I'm, I'm keeping well, thank you very much. So, good, yeah. Uh, good, yeah. good. Uh, hey, and you're, you're flying solo because normally you're with, uh, with DM. So it's almost like a breaking up a, a, the, the duo. Yeah, no, it's pretty weird. So when I when I came into the stream yard, it already had the name preset from before and it did say DM Withers and Nat Brown and I just had to delete the DM Withers bit. Um <laughs> A much more succinct Nat Brown. Um, so yeah, <laughs> just Nat Brown. I'm not letting DM anywhere near me because they're not very well. Um, right. So they right. they can stay on a different floor. They're downstairs. They are um, isolating. Isolating and not yeah not being near me. So I'm just trying to avoid that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and stay stay healthy. I totally okay. hear you. It's happening. It's all happening again. Well, but well apologies look. in advance if I'm absolutely useless without my other half and well, no uh, no we will we'll mention food frequently which will prompt you, you. <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah yeah it's right. the only way it's the only way i'll be able to remember anything if you tell me the meal i had That's just the before meal you, after. yeah you, please yeah. right okay we're gonna literally go over the um the, the the results in the championship i went to one game as i do uh and i'll kind of give feedback on that I went to watch uh Crystal Palace play Sunderland and uh, Crystal Palace were the host uh but this in terms of the championship lots going on Bristol maintain their top spot London City Lionesses hit five past Coventry feeling for Coventry already Sunderland win on the road we'll talk about that and the rest of the bunch uh, and in the WSL Manchester United go top that's big news in the WSL apparently um Arsenal and Chelsea win as usual and then Villa, I've titled it Red Mist and a Slap, or a couple of slaps. And then Manchester City actually win a game. Uh, so they'll be happy. Sorry about that, Emma. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Emma, they actually win a game. Um, so let's start with Bristol. Let's start yeah. with Bristol. Great place to start. A, a um, great place to visit. It's uh, <laughs> well i mean we love it at the moment we um we didn't play at bristol this weekend though we played um up at sheffield it was a game at bramall lane yeah and uh yeah bristol won it 3-1 and it sounded um pretty convincing uh we yeah. weren't there unfortunately because dm felt unwell so we didn't uh we didn't travel up to Sheffield, even though we were planning to, because we thought it'd be a great game to go and see. We thought it'd be one of the really important fixtures this season. And um, I'm actually pretty surprised that Bristol won it um, so convincingly. 3-1 is, well, considering we've been kind of not scoring a lot of goals in the league, I think scoring three past a really good Sheffield side is uh, it's an amazing achievement. So, yeah. It, it is an amazing achievement. And, and you know, for Bristol, I think that they've... I mean, the, the scorers were, were kind of key. I think Shania Hells, who's come in to, to this Bristol team and kind of taken the place of Mel Johnson, 
um, has fitted in really, really well for yeah. for Bristol and getting two good goals. Totally yeah, totally different to Mel Johnson. But I do think there was there was a gap. Uh, there would have been a gap there, but we've actually changed system. So mm. I, I think actually because Mel Johnson's not there anymore, we can't mm. play. We can't play the other system as well. So we've changed to a like kind of uh, three-five-three. And it seems to suit us really well because Shania Hells is exceptionally quick. We've got Abby Harrison and Fionn Morgan also playing up in that kind of top three. They're all really, really quick. And um, it just it's a formation that suits those three players really well. They were all three of them involved in in the goals in different ways. Even if it wasn't a goal, then it was an assist. Or if it wasn't the assist, it was the pass before the assist. All mm. three of them really, really involved uh, in that. So, yeah, I do think Mel Johnson's a big miss but it was really clever of Lauren Smith to change the way we play to suit the people that have come in because it now means that Shania Hells is well I mean she might I think she might go on and, and get the the top scorer in the league I've just got a feeling that she's just going to go on now and and score a lot because she's she's scored a few already she missed a ton in the cup uh, the other week and I think she was maybe making up for that because it was a bit embarrassing like she, I could have scored some of the goals. Uh, some of the opportunities that came to her really would have, like, if you'd have fallen on it, it would have gone in. Uh, and she just didn't score them. She looked absolutely appalled with herself. Mm. And I think, like, what a great response to go and score two past a really, really good team. So, yeah, yeah. well done, Shania. I mean, up until until the, um, the the fixture, you would have said that, that uh, Sheffield, who'd scored quite a few goals in the league, because I think at that point they'd had 12 goals they'd scored and... Uh, bulk of those were against Coventry who yeah. are taking their fair share of punishment and I had this down as a really difficult game for Bristol because I thought that, that Sheffield United were would actually give them a really really tough game in, in terms of, of of the fixture and um, I had it down as a draw I didn't see that Bristol would, would get would get the points but to get the points and oh, was all, oh yes of course it's our friend, it's our friend Bernie. Uh, to get the points and get the goals in the way that they did um, away from home is 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 really really good, and you know cu- coming back after uh, international duty responsibilities as well, it's nice to get a win, especially for those who played for Scotland. Yeah, I mean, so we we got quite a lot of um, people who go and uh, play for Wales as well. So mm. uh, you know, Abby Harrison getting beaten. Uh, in the Scottish side and, and the Welsh team as well, getting beaten in that kind of really appalling way where they just kind of, you know, it's last, last kind of minute of extra time uh, to lose it. it was after, you know, holding out for a really long time, I thought they were going to do well. So yeah, a lot of, there must've been a lot of disappointed players coming back from international duty. Mm. Um, there wasn't, we have got an Irish player as well. Um, so that, but that was still quite, that must've been a bit tense, you know, yeah. imagine the you know, group cohesion after all that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's more than ten. I watched the elements of that game, and I just say that it was, it was a very tense game just to watch yeah. in the last twenty minutes. So yeah, I yeah, can I imagine any, well. yeah, any any players going back to to their club after that, those internationals. If you're if you're not Irish, you're feeling a little bit bitter. <laughs> And most people at Bristol are not Irish. So there's quite a lot of bitterness in there. So there's a lot of bitter, just a, just a tad. Just a, just a tad. Just yeah. a tad. Uh, 
um, yeah. yeah, they did great, didn't they, to come back together? Because after, because it's in the past, it's been um, things like that sort of break that's been our downfall. So you know, we were kind of last year around uh, around Christmas time, we were absolutely on top of the world. We thought we were going to beat everybody five nil. Um, after beating Blackburn at Ashton Gate 5-0 it was just like this is inevitable now we're the best team in the world um, and then there was a break it must have been an international break and, and we just came back we never really never really looked that good again and, and Liverpool went on to just beat everybody really convincingly and, and look like they deserve it so I think it's impressive for our team to start so well have the break because of the the death of the Queen. That was also a kind of like a break when we didn't need a break. And then another international break where, you know, we've been doing really well just to keep coming back from all these stops and starts and, and to play as well, if not better, to come and get up against uh, increasingly better sides and still beat them. I think that's that's the really impressive thing that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just in terms of the league table, um, sitting with 13 points, three points ahead of team the te- the second team, and um, four wins, one draw, no defeats. It's, it's that's that's a good that's a good place to be. It's very good, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's is really good. Yeah, it really yeah. Good. It's a shame, you know, when we looked at we look back at the Southampton game, which is the one time we got a draw uh, instead of winning. Um, they scored in like 46th minute straight after half time, you mm. know, the lapse in concentration. So we've only conceded two goals in that whole time as well. Um, and it's really interesting. Like we scored one, you know, we conceded one on like the 46th minute. And then the other one was like really late into the eighties, I think yes, um, against Sheffield. So it's kind of like two moments. It's quite interesting when we've conceded, it's just like yeah. concentration wise. Um, yeah. So I just, you know, look back at Southampton, I think that was a missed opportunity because we were absolutely all over them first half. And then second half, they looked a bit better, but we should have we should have been like two or three nil up at half time. So um, we do wish we'd have won that because that was a performance where we looked mm. like we should have won it. And it's, a, you know, later on in the season, there might be times when we're, it's not working like it is now. It's so good at the moment to watch. It's incredible football. Um so yeah, it might not be like that all season. So I think every point counts. And I know we're at the top now, but always worried as a Bristol City fan if something's going to come along and ruin it for us. Yeah, well, don't worry. Don't 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 be worried too much. <laughs> worry when things go wrong. Everything's going right. So just just be be positive. If it's be difficult, it's being like British and a Bristol fan. It doesn't come naturally to be like, oh, I'm quite, I'm just happy with this. This is fine. It's just like, oh, I was like, you know, all the either complain or just just live in absolute dread. Like someone's yeah. gonna beat us. It's gonna be awful. <laughs> oh gosh, we we will come back to Bristol because I want to ask you about obviously the, the next game when we talk about the fixtures going forward. But I want to um, quickly go over, let's say quickly, uh, go over the game that I went to see, um, which was Crystal Palace um, Sunderland. And I, I know that you probably wouldn't have seen the game at the time because you would have been paying attention, keen attention to to Bristol. But you, it's you quite, might have it's quite hard highlight. to watch championship stuff at the moment as well. Hey, like, isn't it? Yeah, you know what it is. Unless you're not going to the game and the FA player doesn't decide to show your team, then you're buggered, really. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, and like wrestling games are just not, they're just never on, it seems. So yeah. it's just like, if you're not at the game, you're not going to see it, which is a no. shame because when you want to get invested in the league, I'd, I'd happily watch all the women's championship matches because that's what I'm so heavily invested in at the moment. But, you know, have to watch men's premiership because that's what's on telly. Exactly. Well, the, 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 you know, you know, I posed a question on Twitter about the legacy of the Euros and in terms of fans... And when would teams be going on? Teams that are that are attached to Premier League clubs, when will they be playing their games in in stadiums? And I've had a mixed response in terms of what fans are expecting or they think. And I think the conversation really hasn't shifted. But for the rest of us who are not part of the WSL and want to watch the championship or below, mm-hmm. um, the FA player is the ideal platform for that, and it just doesn't deliver. It just doesn't deliver what what the fans who at that end of the football family want to to want to to want to watch. Yeah, for doesn't sure. Help I mean, in any way. Yeah, if you look at the men's second tier, you know, men's championship that gets loads of coverage. You know, you get like Sky Sports, you get kind of game nights when you can watch any game. You know, you can get on the red button and watch stuff. You know, if you've got Sky or BT or whatever, you can you can watch loads of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, women's championships not getting the coverage it deserves really. And I yeah, I want to watch I want to watch Palace and see what they're about because when they yeah. come to Bristol, it's way more exciting if I know all about Palace. Yeah. Um, it's it's just it's much more fun for me um, as a as a supporter. I want to I want to watch all the opposition um, before they before they come and play us. It's just yeah, I've got so much. Yeah, so much invested in it that I want to see them play, and it's really difficult to do that. So yeah, I, I mean, listen, this is all part of the trickle down economics that the the football uh, hoo ha said would happen with the Barclays <laughs> sponsorship. But uh, as we know, in in terms of our current prime minister, <coughs> that's not really working, is it? Let's it move working. on. No, it's not working. Not. It's not working. Uh, Crystal Palace, uh, they played host to. Um, Sunderland, who up until the weekend hadn't won a game, you know, they just hadn't won a game, and I and I didn't have this game down as a as a as a fixture where Crystal Palace would lose. Uh, I would have thought from on paper um, that they would have been slightly more at the races, but the form guide in terms of the head to head always suggested kind of a draw. It's been nil nils before and two twos. This game, however, it, despite Crystal Palace having the bulk of, from in my opinion, because the, the stats man was nowhere near me, percentage of, of the ball in terms of possession, they didn't make it count. They just didn't make it count. And, um, you know, I was actually on very briefly. Uh, the Rokers report, they were doing a tw- um, Twitter space yesterday. And I, I mentioned about, one of the Crystal Palace players in the midfield not having enough support. And I didn't catch the response. It was basically saying they changed their formation. And I could see that they had some of their more talented players playing in a deeper role, but it didn't help the def- the midfield in terms of Riley, who was one of their uh, central midfield players, in terms of what they are used to. Because you can have players go and play in midfield that are advanced you know, if you ask Abby Harrison to go from centre forward to to centre back, she 
she's got to be able to to do the centre back role. Yeah. You know, but you know her thinking is to be a centre forward. If you have a, an advanced midfielder who's who's technically gifted and wants to be more advanced, and you say you need to sit further back and then do what a defensive midfielder will do, you're asking them to change their game. You're asking them to be a little bit more cute. You're asking them not necessarily to make ambitious passes or advantageous passes which don't come off. And for Palace, they didn't know how to break down Sunderland. Sunderland had a low block. So a lot of the balls that were attempted to be played in terms of diagonal balls across um, the, the back four stroke five that Sunderland had, they got they were cut out. They were too short. They were over hit. The one two part the, the 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 one touch passing that they employed throughout the game only really came off maybe four times, not enough to shift a low block, and they get caught on the break. And Sunderland, I mean, they've got Emily Scar up front who who kept the back three of Palace very very busy as a sole as a sole striker. Um, had plenty of players from Sunderland breaking the lines. Heron. Um, uh, I can't think of her name at the moment. I'll have to get it. Uh, it was um, Heron was one of the players that would actually go and support um, the 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 this the lone striker that Sunderland had, and it was really really difficult for Palace to kind of contain Sunderland when they broke away. And 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 I'm for me, I am biased in my own right. Nat, I'm a Londoner. I like London teams to win. I do. But what I can't do is just be a cheerleader for a team when I see things aren't working and they don't change it on the pitch because you've got management on the side. At the end of the day, as you would know, watching Bristol, the manager will send the players out to play. And once they cross the line, they've got a problem solve. That's it. You know, you, the manager can shout all they want from the sideline. The players have to problem solve. And if you've got an opposition that's a low block, you have to change your passing strategy. You have to change when you pass the ball. You have to be sure about your passing. And the team that I saw at the beginning of the season in Crystal Palace that went away from home to London City Lionesses and played them, not say off the park, but they played them in a way that they contained the LCL crew and frustrated them throughout and then went back home the following game and won convincingly. I don't see that team. You know, I don't see I don't see that collective. Um, yeah, when a team does a low block really well in the championship, they are incredibly hard to beat. I think that's one thing that kind of, uh, well, definitely that's the sort of thing Bristol found as well. A low block, like we kind of when you when you're a team that wants to pass and wants to play and wants the football to really be really 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 exciting, you can pass the ball around as much as possible. And do all this stuff and then you just can't find a way in i think mm. like tactically that kind of that's the sort of thing that you know that that needs kind of looking at by because we've we found the same you know with sunderland in the past that they're really tough they're really yeah. really hard to go up against you kind of if you think right if we're like, we can't play it along the ground because no, it's just nobody's moving there's no space to play it you think you'll go over the top and then they're massive and they'll clear everything with their heads and then you try something else and they'll just get in the way there's just it seems like there's kind of no way past them when they do it well Sunderland do it you know really really well and yeah there's teams that are employing it more and more against the more flair 
elite sides as a way of stopping them. It is genuinely effective um, against a team that wants to pass the ball around really well. And then if you've got a fast centre forward who's willing to just stay up there for most of the game and maybe take one opportunity if it comes, if you've got someone like that, then you, you can win a game by not really playing an awful lot of football. And yeah, sounds like sounds like that was that's what happened and it must have been pretty frustrating <laughs> yeah, well I mean it's I mean look I mean again Sunderland hadn't won a game up until that point I think opening game they lost to Birmingham quite heavily they lost a really close game against Charlton by a single goal you know th- this performance for them was probably always on the cards in terms of the win so they go away from home they don't concede and they win and they score two goals and the second goal and it's kind of a kind of a, a epitomized what I was talking about when you have a low block. I mean, that came about from from Palace's one of their centre backs coming forward with the ball and, and the pass was misplaced. Right? Misplaced and they broke. So Emily Scar's up front. I think she's like one on one. There's another de- Palace defender. And then you see the Sheffield player literally break beyond the Palace midfield and is sprinting away. And then and and the Palace midfield, who are meant to be defensive, are now trailing it. It's like it is comedy when you watch it and you just think, really, how the hell did that happen? That your centre-back is stepping forward with the ball to pass the ball. And not only does she step forward, but all of the defensive midfielders are level with you. No one dropped back into the space to say you've stepped forward. Because it was like, like, like no movement. It was almost like, um, watching kids have a race in the, in their playground when they go on your marks, get set, and everyone's like this going forward, and no one looks the other way. And you know, I, I, I have to be honest, I have a lot of time for Palace. They've got a lot of talented players, yeah. um, but it just for whatever reason they they on the pitch, the players did not work out that puzzle. They didn't work it out, and they either spent either too long on the ball when it they didn't employ two touch football enough in the game because when you have a low block you have to move the ball quickly or be sure of your passing is is precise and when you have that amount of possession on the ball and you're trying to get an equalizer the last thing you need <laughs> is to lose the ball halfway in the opposition's half and then they break with one pass their striker is away and then it's a foot race to see who's the quickest to catch and obviously Sunderland were were far quicker and 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 from a Palace fans point of view it is a kick in the teeth it is a punch because you would have thought at the very least that they had the momentum at that point of the game that they were going to get a, a, a draw it had that kind of element but they didn't control it the passing was 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 not what it should have been and I, I I just kind of I, I did shake my head thinking how the hell did that happen to to Palace but well played to to Sunderland moved the ball well uh, I've got the name of the player now who I thought was absolutely fantastic um, supporting um, Emily Scar Abby Holmes on the right hand side what a shift she put in you know defensive once she got close to a player couldn't shift her strong, body-checked everyone out of the way, no fouls, solid in the tackle, and and then going up the other end to support, carrying on and doing um, overloads on the right-hand side. Then they had, um, you know, 
for me, it looked like they played at a back five. Grace McCatty on her own, Marshall in the other four, stepping in um, in front of, of, of Hughes for, for Palace, blocking it. Literally, if there was a gap, they filled it. Yeah, Grace McCatty is, um, I don't know if you know this, but she's a, she's an ex-Bristol player. She's kind of a Bristol legend. Everyone's we... an ex-Bristol, apart well, from me. All the best players, anyway. All the best players. They've all been coached, haven't they? Sorry, my cat's here playing with a box. Oh, excellent. And what is your cat's name? Whilst the dog has um, been quiet. This is Sanjay. Do you, do you want to let me just... Go on, let's see Sanjay. See if Sanjay is, is, likes the screen. Oh, hello, Sanjay. Not interested. It's gorgeous, hello. but he's quite—he's also quite badly behaved. So I do apologise for my pet children. It's um, all about the. It's all they—they they just think. What, why are you talking about football? We have things yeah, to do. Yeah, why are you here. looking at that again? Again, again. What, again. Um, yeah, well, I was talking about Grace McCatty, and then yes. I think he heard. <laughs> yeah, Grace McCatty is a legend. She'll just yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, she kind of um, when she, when she played the Bristol game, she'd just flown in from New York from like a kind of you know some conference or something. She's Dr. Grace McCatty. She'd flown in oh, from some conference me. and then she played the game, and then yeah, obviously went back to Sunderland. Yeah. Um, she's amazing though. She's so good. Um, yeah, she is. She's a good player. She's a great defender and she can score goals. And she's really, um, I think, she epitomises a lot of good things that Sunderland do. By she's very strong. She's very aggressive very well organized and just kind of that sounds exactly like they kind of yeah they really utilized her um her skills and i think yeah um sounds like they played they played they played they 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 did their homework very very well um neve heron again i think i thought was brilliant um who else was there uh emma kelly gray i mean just McBear gray i mean it there was it was a really solid team performance and actually when i was walking in and i saw them doing the pre-match warm-ups i thought my god they're tall i thought i just thought to myself they're really tall. Yeah, like not yeah. not not like you know six foot two no, six but they're all just like Big, aren't they? They're yeah. tall. They're, like, yeah, so you, you can't play in the air either. There's no. You can't play on the, ground, you can't play on the air. Like, I mean, you, you can not. play in the air, but you've got you've got to move the ball quickly. That's mm -hmm. that's that's the yeah. point. I'm for me, it it was either when they did move it quickly, there was too many offsides when they should have. I mean, if you're facing a team that's doing a low block, I'm I'm always puzzled how you get offside. Yeah, it shouldn't be possible. Should that's it? like, I'm like, how are you get how are you offside? Yeah. They're, they're doing a low block. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and people like, you know, yeah, like you said, lots of movement. Was anyone like running with the ball at all? Because I think that sometimes is a good Well, they tried. They tried to run. Um, but what, what Sunderland did very well, I, it, it's, it's a maxim, you know, don't let a player touch them more, more, than, more, than, more than three times. So the first touch is control. The second touch is to try and move it. And by the, the, by the time the second touch has come in, there was a player there. So there's a tap, there's a challenge coming in, there's a body, there's a shoulder, you know, so they never gave Palace enough time to look up and, and, and actually and, and play the passes that Palace would like to have played. Some of the passes from Palace were blind, um, may have worked with other teams, but I say Sunderland filled in the holes that some other teams would have, would have, would have allowed to not only just appear, but, but develop and grow. So, you know, they did a really, really good job. I did speak to um, the head coach, Melanie, or Mel, 
uh, and asked a question and I said, um, what formation are you going to <laughs> going to use uh, in the next game? And I believe they've got um, London City Lionesses at home. And she laughed and she said, not, she didn't tell me to bugger off, but she said, I'm not telling you. <laughs> and she said, four, four, one, one, one or something like that. I just all laughed and chuckled. And I just thought, okay, so, you know, this is, this is where the, 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 the expertise of the managers will come in because I, I, I can guarantee that the other Mel, who for London City Linus, their head coach will be doing their homework on, on Sunderland and working out how to beat the low block and Sunderland will be doing their bit to work out, again, how to stop London City Lionesses attack but pose a threat um, in, in that game going forward. So it's going to be interesting, but she, she was really funny really funny it's nice when you sometimes you can do a post-match that and it's terrible when you've got to talk to a player and they've just lost and you ask the question how was that for you i know it's it was it was shit for you <laughs> but i'm asking the question you know i'm like and i'm standing next to the news beat the sports beat guy and he's asking all of the same questions and i'm like thinking this player just doesn't want to be here you know yeah. but we're, we're here how many to promote the game it? and oh, it's so, yeah. yeah, it's like, how was that for you? What, what, and I'm not thinking, I'm, I'm waiting for a player to come out and go, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Abby Harrison would if you asked the right question. Yeah. I feel like that's she's pretty sweary. Yeah, um, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be so honest, like, shit, yeah. it's absolutely shit. <laughs> um, you know, so in terms of like league table positions, which is, is which is always of an interest. Uh, Sunderland, you know, they're tenth in the table, which it it kind of in in a league where there's only twelve teams is you know still a big deal. But they 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 don't have you know minimal points. They've got four points now. They're still close to Coventry, who don't have any points and have a goal difference of minus eighteen. Coventry, I feel for them already. Yeah, I mean, I actually, we, we played them, I think it was the first game of the season we went up to Coventry. Yeah. We won it like 1-0 or something. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's going to be a hard season for them. I thought everyone was going to beat them, but I didn't think it would. I thought maybe the it, it wouldn't be quite so many goals. Um, that's the bit that kind of makes me sad. Um, yeah. Nobody, it's not fun being on the end of that. You know, when we when Bristol were in the WSL and it was like, you know, 10-0 or whatever, it, it, it was miserable. Um, but then I, you know, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with them. Hopefully, they've got some sort of shining lights. If they've got one or two players that they can get behind and enjoy, it's still kind of fun. You know, we had Emily, yeah. Emily Salmon that we could look at and go, <laughs> at, least, at least she's ours, um, for a bit. You know, we had some good players and we still enjoyed it, but it's not much fun getting beaten like that all the time. Um, it, it's, it's the thing is, it's, it's not that. It's not fun at all for players, and they've got some players there who've come from other clubs. I know they've bought, you know, they've got a couple of players who were once at Lewis, and, and Lee Birch is the manager now. Has bought some of his former London Bees players back there as well. So it's it's not fun for the for the club and the club. You know, when you think about the the twelve to eighteen months that they've had, not great in terms of you know going professional, then financial issues, then collapsing, not collapsing, and escaping relegation and then going from professional full-time to part-time again and losing their you know key striker Katie Wilkinson has gone off to Southampton it's it's it kind of like a yo-yo effect and, and I'm I do dread in a sense 
what what will happen to Coventry if they don't get the results that they need as quickly as they can. Um, but it's this this the one thing about the championship. As much as we love it, you always look at the bottom team and think, I hope they get a, I hope they get a win soon, but not against us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I want I desperately want them to beat somebody. That would be brilliant. Um, you know, London City Lionesses. <laughs> now that's too late. They've already done that. They've done game. That. Yeah, they've got another. They've got another game, but that's 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 going to be away from them. In, in, in terms of London City Lionesses and Coventry, again, I'd say Coventry, you know, conceded five. London City Lionesses, you know, they score. They scored the goals that they needed to score in the game. Sarah Ewans scored a great hat trick for her. Um, Atlanta Primus, who's a really good. I would say the word I would use. Bless you, dear. Did you hear that? I did. Bless you, DM. That's downstairs. Um, I know, but that's the power. That's the power that, that DM has. Very, very you know? powerful individual. I agree. Yeah. Um, Atlanta Primus, what was I going to say? I, I was going to say, apart from talented, I would say graceful player. Very graceful player on, on the ball. You know, just seems to float across the pitch. And finds the players. Well, yeah. Yeah. I know, I know, but it's just you know, there's there's a, a, a there's a, a kind of like effortless way of playing for her, and it's it's nice when you see. And very key to to London City Lioness is whoever's playing up front alongside her or in front of her links up well, has very you know great vision, brings other players in into into the fold in terms of the attack, and and really really good. Um, London City Lioness is just behind Bristol, just, just behind Bristol. So I, I'm looking forward to that fixture when it comes up. Just behind. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when that is actually. It must be a while away. I think that might have been our one that got cancelled because of the, uh, the death, the monarch's yeah. death. Uh, the monarch's that was the one that death. got cancelled. So that would have been, um, that would have been a good one. I'm kind of glad. Maybe I'm glad it's coming later because we got this really like we had this really nice build, you know, where we mm. kind of play Southampton, and then then uh, you know, uh, and then we got the Sheffield game after that, and then it kind of you know it felt like it's gotten like progressively more difficult. So that's that's pretty good for us actually. It, it, it like, is. It is be, good. That would have been a bit of a ding dong, especially. It's it's still gonna be a ding dong. <laughs> it's still gonna be a ding dong. Yeah, we'll just see how much of a ding dong it's gonna be. Yeah, I'm a bit still... frightened, actually. I've got the fear now. You've, you've set me off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was still... fine then. <laughs> it's still going to be a ding-dong. Um, and, and, and actually, when I think back to the previous season, I believe London City Lionesses were quite close behind Liverpool uh, towards the end of the season. And Bristol came up and I had London City Lionesses down to it. I told you I'm biased when it comes to London teams or just outside London. And Bristol did a number on them, you know, really did. And that that kind of knocked them off their stride. And I think from then Liverpool kind of, I think they went six points clear at that point. And then it was it. It was like, yeah, no one's going to catch us now. We're going to carry on and uh, get promoted to the WSL. See what happened there. Um, yeah, so Bristol and London City kind of looked really strong last year, didn't they? Yeah, looked really good. They and, and I think, again, they're going to be, they'll be at the top for, for it, a lot well of it, it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting who goes who goes up um 
for the rest of the the championship, the Blackburn Rovers drew two two with Charlton. I don't know how that happened. I was watching or uh, looking on Twitter. Blackburn were two nil up, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, Saffron Jordan again on the short um, score sheet. Blackburn are doing it, and but Charlton, I think they're just like making it difficult for themselves. They do like a comeback. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what happens. They'll just yeah. They, they, they go in and think, hey, you know what? We're going to let them score at least two or three and then we'll come back and show everyone how good we are because uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how, what that's doing for the manager's um, heart rate down there, but it's got to be it's got to be testing. <laughs> it's, got, it's got to be testing. It has to be like to constantly look at your team, concede goals, and then they come back and they draw and you just think, why couldn't we do this? Why can't yeah. we do this? Yeah, well, you could have like, won it comfortably if you'd have just. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, don't worry, it's great. It's but it's all part of the is interval. It? Is that it's great? Part... It's great. Is it? Yeah, That's it is. The cat. He's gone yeah. downstairs after playing with the box, and it's he's a... um, hanging out with the dog. Children, what can I say? Bloody <laughs> kids! When your when your children when your children squabble, <laughs> give me the remote control. I say, give me the remote. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> I'm just gonna if DM, DM will put them both out in the garden. Maybe that's what I do if I have children. <laughs> sort it out yourselves out there. Yeah, and come back oh. in when you're nice and quiet. Yes, <laughs> and not before. Uh, uh, and for the other results, uh, um, Durham uh, win two one uh, against Lewis. Um, Beth Heppel always on the score sheet. Beth Heppel always, always. Always on the score sheet. And for, for Durham and Lewis, they, they are eighth and ninth in the table, um, seven and four points, you know, in terms of their respective teams. It's still quite early in, in the league and in the season where where things can change quickly in terms of league positions because we, we've seen it before. Um, what What's interesting is to see... Um, that the teams at the top are at, at this moment, Bristol, London City Lionesses, Charlton and Crystal Palace, and just behind them, Southampton, they were the ones that finished, or the four, the four I've mentioned, uh, not Southampton, were the ones that finished towards the, the end of the season that were, were kind of pushing one another towards promotion when uh, once Liverpool was, was, was confirmed. And I, you look at that bunch, you think any one of those four are going to pose everyone a trouble and a, a problem. And I know it's too soon, DM. And I know you're, you know, I want, I want you to think about this very, very, very quickly. Do you want Bristol to be promoted? They say silence on the radio is never a good thing. <laughs> uh, I tried to exhale as loudly as I could then to show that I was having a feeling. Um, <laughs> I know. It's a horrible I question. I was talking a... about this the other day. Horrible question. I think yesterday when I was having a meal. Um, I was talking about this. So, like, last season, I didn't actually really want us to get promoted. No. Mm. I was happy for, like, Liverpool to go Well, not happy, but, you know, I was happy for Liverpool to go up. Um, because I felt like they'd kind of, you know, when they went down, Bristol had stayed up, like Liverpool came down, they'd kind of done a year of the work and then they were amazing. And then I thought actually, and you know, Liverpool, you know, 
hopefully going to have an all right season in WSL because they've done it in quite a good way, you know, where they got relegated, they worked really hard, they bought some good players, they've got a good coach and they'll go up and give it a go. Um, and I thought, you know, if Bristol did that, that would be that would be nice. You know, getting relegated was was a kind of blessing for us. It was mm-hmm. it was a bit miserable. And then we got relegated and got Lauren Smith. Got an, She's an amazing coach. She's so, so good. I kind of part of me feels like we need to get promoted because if we don't get promoted, I'm a bit worried that we might lose our fantastic players and our fantastic coach. Mm. I might be wrong. Um, sounds like Bristol City are trying to invest in the women's side as much as they can, you know, within the limits of the championship and and everything. And just being Bristol, they're not actually like Bristol men don't ever really push it. Um, but you know, I just feel like you kind of need to get promoted just in case everyone then decides to leave. I I think that's it's really it's on the agenda to go up. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think if we did go up with Lauren Smith and a team like this, we've got a chance of you know, maybe not beating everybody, mm. but I feel like it would be significantly more fun mm. than it was for the several years before we got relegated. So, yeah, yeah I'd give it a go. But I'd miss the championship if we went up. Don't worry. There. The championship will always be there for you oh, to visit. It's so fun. It's so it's fun. Always it's be like, there for you to visit. Right. I have yeah. another, f- I, I, I do have a follow up question to that, ah, but I'm going great. to, I'm going to wait a moment for, I just, uh, I mentioned, um, Southampton, obviously, they did win their game against mm. Birmingham. Birmingham, you know, sitting mid-table at the moment, but Southampton uh, up to fifth. Really good for Southampton. Two wins, two draws, one defeat. Good for them. Really well-run club. Play good football. Um, they can, you know, they operate a low block. Different. They know how to get past them, and but they break well, and yeah. we'll see, as you mentioned, more and more teams uh, will be uh, utilizing this approach uh, throughout the season, and it will be interesting to see which teams have uh, the guile, the wizardry, the know-how to to solve that Rubik's cube of a problem within the ninety minutes on the pitch, because it won't be down to the management. I and mean, the management can can do, will do all of the the prep in terms of what they need to do. But, you know, on the day when you're faced against, you know, the players that you have to play against and you start to get into the the physicality of it and the, the pushing and the shoving and the, the tackling, then you still have to work out what to do once you've got past all of those other obstacles that we call, you know, normal in football and you still need to score. And it's, it's going to be tricky. Um, would you be surprised, Nat, if a club in 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 the championship didn't want to be promoted? No, no, I'd yeah, I'd totally yeah. If um, if anybody didn't want to go up, I I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, everybody says you know, don't they? Kind of like, of course, I'd want to play in the WSL. I want to challenge myself. I want to you know, I want to play in the best standard, uh, but. Actually, you know, it's not always, uh, yeah, the, the, the WSL, people talking about it as like the best league in the world. It's not, is it? It's not the best league in the world. It's got the best players in the world, probably, and it's got some of the best things in the world. But it's not a, it's not a great, like, league because the disparity in it is, like, ridiculous. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the top 
um, women's teams, the money they get, the players they can buy in, like Chelsea, ridiculous. They've just got like they've got the ridiculous people sat on their bench doing nothing. Like if if a group of people wanted to stay in the championship, I, I wouldn't be surprised. And it, it's kind of the attitude I'd have as well. I'd be like, why wouldn't I stay here and, and like enjoy my job? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More fun, wouldn't it? I think it yeah. would be anyway. I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm intrigued with Bristol. If Bristol were to get promoted, I'd be intrigued, but I'd probably be really worried all the time. And I wouldn't yeah. expect them to be successful up there. Just it's, survive. It's, it's a conversation that I don't. I don't believe many people would want to have openly. You yeah, know, as a I fan, just, yeah, yeah, you can talk about it, but. It's, I would guess, and I've had a little conversation with a few people, that there are some clubs that the hierarchy, the management, the owners, they don't want the promo because they look at the likes of Leicester this season, Reading, that are down at the bottom, that are not getting the, the, you know, they're not getting the joy. Any one of those two teams will probably be in the championship next year. And, you know, Above them, you can say maybe Brighton on three points, Liverpool's on three points, and Man City's on three points. I mean, at the moment, you're looking that that will probably change. I did say that Man City did actually win a game. Emma, wherever you are, rest up. It's been it's not been easy. It's not been easy. Um, but it's it's definitely not for me. I I I look at that and I think. There are some people that don't want to be, they don't want to get promotion because they may want to say, I want to play in the the WSL. But the, the heartache of going to teams like Chelsea, Arsenal, Manchester United, Manchester City, maybe, and, and conceding six, seven, eight goals every week is not yes. fun. Of course it wouldn't it's be fun. fun. And I've also got a lot of respect for players that come and play in the championship, especially ones that have come from WSL teams and, mm. and like huge respect for the players that came down, got relegated with Bristol and, and stayed with us and decided to be in the championship. I kind of, yeah. I, I think that's great. I think that shows great attitude. And I also think, you know, really good players that don't just sit on the bench at one of the top clubs, but decide to go and play at one of the lower WSL clubs and actually play football there. I've got I've got loads of respect for those people. Those are people that are making a decision based on wanting to play football. You know, mm. so like anyone who leaves a top team in order to go and play a, a lower WSL team is doing it because they want to play more football. Anyone that comes and plays in the championship is doing it because they want to play football. And the championship is really competitive. So wanting to stay in the championship where you can be involved in a really good game of football it's understandable. And yeah, if there was a, you know, it might look good getting promoted, but then if you're up there getting beaten all the time and then you're going to get relegated, then yeah, it's, it's pretty miserable, isn't it? Mm. It's not well, a nice instance. It's definitely not what you want to do week in, week out, um, which is why I love the championship. <laughs> you know, I'm a Londoner, I'm invested but I can see, I can take the, the the pain and the glory from any game and look at the benefits and think, well, that was great. And I can always look at teams and think, that's a really good player. That person's really good. I like what they do. And I can, you know, wax lyrical about someone's performance and, and, and not be too upset. Because sometimes we forget 
that, you know, as much as people talk about, you know, being promoted and winning trophies, when you go to football, you're only interested in the 90 minutes that's in front of you. You know, that's it. You just want, you just want to play. You just want to watch football for that. And then if your team loses and you still, you still get something out of it, then that's fine. Um, I want to jump away and and show a, a cursory glance in respect to the WSL because it's been How a lot very of that time. That's very, really good. Well, I thought I I try. Yeah, I you try. Just it at least I must yeah. do. So I'm going to run through the 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 scores on the I doors. I don't know what happened in the WSL. I watched a little yeah. bit of the Man United game. I saw Ella Toon running around doing running around putting her arms out but i don't know what was that about uh manchester united um win their game against brighton by four goals to nil manchester city win their game against leicester city by four goals to nil reading um hold out for a bit but lose one nil to arsenal tottenham win one nil against liverpool looked convincing apparently uh chelsea beat everton that's not nothing that's nothing new that could have been from any season um (laughs) Chelsea beat Everton 3-1. Apologies, oh. Everton fans, but this is this. and a game that I had as a score draw, Aston Villa one, West Ham two, and um they had a player sent off for a slap or a couple of slaps. And they had two of their management teams sent off as well. It did look a bit of a feisty affair. Uh, Aston Villa played really good football. Um, but in terms of 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 the sending off for the player. I, I do ask the question about what do referees do when they don't take action immediately when a player is fouled? I think so. I mean, if you leave things and you don't step in quickly, I mean, you blow your whistle, but then you need to kind of, you get there as quickly as possible and say, right, I'm booking you. But things just got, it just, it, it just, it just flared up in that game really, really quickly. And it wasn't necessarily that, what you'd want to see in the WSL, but it just goes to show how passionate those players are in that league that we we don't watch too often. I quite I quite like a good like slap or whatever. That sounds great. Like <laughs> bring it on, let's do that. I think the referee was kind of going, if I step back, what will happen? And it was an experiment. And <laughs> teacher, we all do these things every now and then. We go, I'm not going to dive in. They might resolve it themselves. It might be a learning experience, um, but it doesn't sound like it didn't go too well. Um, <laughs> it didn't. I'd have done it, exactly the same. If I was wearing black on that day, I'd have done the same. I said, yeah. "Let's sort it out themselves." Let the, let the, the, this is a big brother experiment. We're just gonna <laughs> see how they tumble. And like, like, oh, whoops! Whoops! <laughs> Hung, Hunger Games meets the WSL. Off you go. Off you go now. <laughs> sort it out yourselves. So, I mean, in terms of um, the results for the WSL, I, I, you know, surprising, probably the West Ham game, to winning 2-1. Um, I don't know about Tottenham, Liverpool, I wouldn't say, but, but you know, part of the course for, for the WSL, a lot of the, the results this weekend, I would have predicted those teams to have won. Um Surprise Arsenal didn't score more goals because you know what Arsenal do when they go on the road, they usually score five or six. Reading are at the bottom of the table, um, next to to Leicester. Uh, so they need to get their act together. But it's it's still early days. They've only played three games because you know they're 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 busy and they have internationals to fit in as well. So 
it's just strange because it's like October and they've only played three league games. Like, how is that possible? Yeah, it was a really late start, wasn't it? And it didn't it, that one got delayed as well, didn't it? The start got delayed. So whereas yeah. the championship had already got going and had a bit of a stop, at least we managed to start the season and had something to kind of like think about. And whereas they'd not even um, they'd not even got started yet, had they? No, we, um, I've just Bristol played Reading at a pre-season friendly, um, and they were obviously at a different stage in their pre-season, but it, mm. they looked really poor. They looked really. Um, yeah, just didn't they just didn't look good. Just looked really kind of wow. tired and like they didn't wow. have any nobody was kind of yeah. No pizzazz. No pizzazz, yeah, that was it. That was what was lacking. It was like they had they've still they got some good players. They got players that I really like watching. Um obviously some Bristol legends in there. Excellent. <laughs> from any team in the world. There'll be someone from, that I love watching from Bristol, you know, Gemma Evans. Um, you know, they've got Tash Harding still. Tash Harding, um, I love Rachel Rowe, even though she's not an ex Bristol player. Because mm. I met her once at, at Palace, at a Palace game, and she spoke to me, and it was great. Oh, nice. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, why not? Watching her play, she's really mm. feisty, but she didn't even look like she could be bothered. I, do, I, 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 I mean, I generally, I generally, and then this is going back to what we mentioned a moment ago, I generally believe that there are some teams and players in the WSL just think, you know what, why don't we just go down to the championship? Yeah, right? Yeah, it's time. Let's yeah. go let's, down. Let's, let's relegate them now and yeah. see if we can improve them. I yeah. think they would be grateful I, I, for the I, Yeah, I, I think actually what we should do is is... Anyone who in the WSL who is below six should be pushed to the championship automatically. But and would have increased been no, but just increase the size of the championship to yeah, make it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. make and it massive. Make and then it the massive. Sausages up at the top can just do what they like, and everyone can ignore it. And well, well it's. I mean, people will still watch it, but they'll have so many international breaks. People will forget that there are only six teams. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they'll only actually play each other once as well yeah. in a season. Yeah, be, I mean they'll think oh, and they'll say international break again, and they'll be like oh, and 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 then someone in the media will go, these players are playing far too many games. Oh. Yeah. You know, or we really. could separate them like the NFL, just have like a northern and a southern, so it'd just be like Arsenal, Tottenham, and I can't remember the names of the other ones. Um, and then some other northern ones, Manchester United, Manchester City, and one of the other ones yeah. is up the top. And but then I they all play once, and then there's a final at the end in May. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I, I, honestly, I think that's the way forward. Pop it in an email. Um, I generally, I think we'll do that. I, I might pop it in a tweet. Pop it in a tweet. It's a great idea, um, you know. Uh, and we'll see, you know, if it takes off, um, all power to the people, we storm Parliament and make it happen. I, I, we storm Parliament every Friday until it happens. Because <laughs> this is our big problem right now. This is our bigger. Yeah, it's not Liz Truss. We need a bigger women's championship. That's we what we need. More teams in the championship because that would be great. Imagine if Reading was in the championship now. Oh, such a that'd good, be, that'd, I'd love that. That'd be so oh, good. Listen, They'd love it as well. Yeah, uh, Reading, Brighton. Brighton, so Brighton good. Would be great. That would be, could you imagine? I'd actually pay and go and watch Brighton Southampton if they were in the championship. Oh, oh yeah, lovely stuff. Brilliant. Could have some chips on the beach. Yes. <laughs> stuff on the beach. 
stuff yeah, on the beach. Yeah, no, right. I think this is a real goer. Um, let's see how we can make it happen. You know people, don't you? Well, I've, I know two people. I know, <laughs> I know, I know Nat Brown and the DM <laughs> Withers. Yeah, yeah um, that's all I know as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, well um, you know, I'm not on Twitter or anything. So that's a good reason. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so just if you sort it out. I'll be at the games. You'll um, be at the games. Yeah. Sounds Brilliant. great. I'm so excited about it. We do need more teams in the championship, oh, don't we? More games we all the time. Midweek. We... You want to see a midweek under the floodlights? Yeah, yes, yeah. We might have to bring a torch with this, this, you know, cost of living crisis, but, you know, anything to watch football. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll be there with a candle. Don't you worry. Big, like, like the Victorian <laughs> days walking. Who's there? <laughs> oh, it's only you, ref. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Nat, I'm so glad we was able to come on. Thank you very much. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's I had a, a very hard day at work. This has been a real tonic. Has it? Oh, brilliant stuff. <laughs> brilliant stuff. I'm glad. Oh, well, look, we've, we've run to time. We did. We spent as much time on the WSL as we possibly could. because Yeah, not you know, a second longer. Yeah. Not a second longer because it was all about the championship this week. Um, I'm going to say, well, hopefully you'll come back on. I'd love to. Thank you. Yeah, please. Brilliant. And, you know, uh, you can come back with DM, you know. Yeah. Or you can yeah. come back on your own. It's your choice, you know. Yeah, I don't okay. want to start I'll... something. Yeah. I mean, we only had one chair last time we were on together, so. You know, uh... you might have to do, like, shifts. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of us could be on shut the dog up duty. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can take it in turns. That sounds Take great. it in turns. Yeah. Well, brilliant. In fact, you could both be on and I can go. And that'll be. You could sort the dog um... out. I can take the dog out. It might take yeah. me a, a few hours to get there, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he'd love yeah. it. He'd, I bet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not taking the cat, though. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to say thank you to Nat. Um, that's it from me and Nat. This was On and Off the Pitch, a sporting podcast. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll see you very soon. Until then. Laters.